Hey everybody, it's Enrica and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Christ. I know I say this in every episode, but I am super excited to share this word today because I woke up and I literally was like the first thing on my mind was like I have to film this. The inspiration behind this video was actually something that I was going through about maybe a week ago or maybe two. And I love when God is able to use like my real life situations to give words to you guys in these episodes because it's like maybe I'm not the only person who he was trying to like minister to so whenever I can like actually like relate to whatever I'm speaking about I feel like it makes the episode 10 times better just because I know exactly what this feels like I'm not just talking about something that I don't know about I'm actually like the one experiencing it so today's episode title is why can't I feel God let's be honest We've all been there. We've all been in a season or a place in our life where we just don't feel like God is there. Like we don't like, like God, where are you? Like he feels distant. Before we even answer that question, why can't I feel God? We need to understand something. God is not a feeling. He is so much more than just a feeling. He's something so much bigger that we can't put God in a box and be like, okay, well, if I don't feel God, then he's not around because that's not true. Whether we want to believe it or not, God is always there. Because if we read in Deuteronomy 31 verse 8, it says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So we know that God's word is true. So if God is promising us to never leave us nor forsake us, then how comes we get into those places in our life where we don't feel like he's there? Because we know that God is not a man who he should lie. You know, I remember last week, you know, I was just in the car and I was just like, God, like, I don't feel like you're there. I don't feel like you're there. And God was quick to remind me. He was like, I am not a feeling. I am so much more than just a feeling. Whether you feel like I'm there or not, I am still there. And then I was like, okay, so how come sometimes I feel like I'm closer to you? And God revealed to me that he's not the problem. I'm the reason why. And I was shocked because I was like, me how do you feel far from me but yet I'm the one that's causing this so we're going to unpack a couple reasons why you can't feel God or some scenarios as to why you feel distant from God so one reason why you could definitely feel like you're not as close to God or you don't feel like he's around is because you're not reading your word and this is so true because whenever I am engaged in my word whenever I'm reading I feel so, so much closer to the Lord like I feel like he's directly speaking to me through scripture, his own word. But if you're neglecting your word and you're not reading and you're not like trying to dissect it and you're not trying to like study it, obviously you're not going to feel like you're hearing from God because you're hearing from every other aspect in your life. You're hearing from Instagram posts, you're hearing from YouTube videos, you're hearing from Hulu, you're hearing from Netflix. You're not hearing from the one source that God gave us to be close to him. You're not hearing from that word. Whenever we feel like we're not close to God, you need to run and you need to go pick up your Bible and be like, you know, let me get a verse for today. Even if you're just going to read one line, that one line could be something that you will remember throughout the day and you will feel that connection with God. But if you're not engaging in your word, then how could you possibly feel anything? Another reason why we can get into seasons where we don't feel like God is near is because of sin. You have to ask yourself, what has your life looked like lately? And where was God involved in any of it? You know, I, when I was asking God, like, oh my gosh, God, like you feel so far. God began to show me he wasn't far. I was the one that was doing my own thing. I was spending way more time on social media. 
I was spending way more time gossiping, lying. Like I was really in a place where I was more in the world than I was with God. And God showed me, how are you going to feel close to me when you're literally running towards all the things I set you apart from? Ooh. God said, how do you expect to be close to me when you're literally running the opposite direction of me? God's like, how do you expect to hear my voice when all you want to do is watch Netflix all day? How do you expect to feel me when you want to scroll on Instagram all day? And I was like, okay. God really pulled it. It's not me. It's you on me. <laughs> if you've been in a place where you've just been constantly like in bondage of sin, obviously you're going to feel so much farther from God because, you know, God and sin, they can't coincide. That's the whole reason why he sent Jesus Christ to come and die for our sins because God cannot be in company with sin. It's, it's just, it's straight like that. Like God cannot be in company with us if we are still trying to follow our fleshly desires and follow that sin that he freed us from. So you need to repent. There could be something that's hindering you from God because of that thing that you've done. And it's like, I didn't realize that maybe all that gossiping I was doing was pushing me farther from God. Let, don't get me wrong. God never left my side, but he definitely felt farther. Why? He's not going to support me in the things that I'm doing. God is not going to look at me and be like, oh my gosh, period. Like, go ahead and gossip, girl. Go ahead and spend hours on social media and ignore me. He did, he's not going to leave me. But then again, he's not going to be my number one supporter for those things that I'm doing. So I had to ask myself, what am I doing that's causing God to feel far from me? Because clearly it's not him, it's me. I had to do a reality check. Like, girl, have you been in your word? Are there some sins that you're entertaining that God sets you free from? Do you need to repent? So it's like I had to make sure that like I had all my boxes checked off before I went and attacked God. Like, hey, you feel so distant. You promised you would never leave me. Because the truth is, he never left me. I'm the one that left him. He never left me. But I'm over there entertained by so many things. I'm over there being entertained by things in the world. So it's like, what is he supposed to do? Repent, repent, repent. Even if you don't think you have anything to repent from, you need to repent. Because half the time, we sin so much that we literally forget that we said F you to that one person. Or we literally forget that we literally went on that one website we weren't supposed to go on. You have to repent. You know, you need to go to God and be like, you know, God, I don't know if there's if there's something that I did to cause this relationship with us to feel that me. I want your Holy Spirit to be within me so I can know that you're there with me, even though God doesn't need to prove himself to us. God will go the extra mile to give us that security because that's the kind of God that he is. And another reason why you may not feel close to God in a certain season of your life is because you're becoming spiritually mature. You know, we are in a place now where God doesn't have to be holding our hands and wiping our faces and doing all these extra things because he knows that we're at a place now where we know what he taught us and he wants to see these things actually happen. Just like in a test, your teacher will prepare you for the test. They will, t they will give you study guides. They will do, they will play Kahoot with you. Like before the test is coming, the teacher prepares you. But when you're taking the test, the teacher is silent. And sometimes God's silence feels like distance but it's not it's not it's not distance it is God simply showing you the fruits of your own labor God is saying I have brought you up to this point I'm not going to leave you but I want to see what you do next I want to see 
what you've learned from what I've taught you in that secret place. When you were younger, I want to see what you've remembered from what I taught you. And when I mean younger, I mean when you first gave your life to Christ. Because, you know, we're not supposed to stay the same. We're not supposed to stay at the same place we were when God first found us. When we first, when God first found us, we were baby Christians. We were trying to figure out what the Bible meant. We were trying to figure out what sins are bad or what we should do and what we should not do. But as you continue to grow in Christ, God is going to level you up. The Holy Spirit just gave me an analogy that is perfect. So obviously, I'm hoping you guys have ridden a bike before. You know, we started off with training wheels. And when we started off with training wheels, we felt secure. Like we felt like, okay, I'm on top of the world. There's no way that I could fall. And that's how it starts when you first give your life to Christ. Because you're like, okay, God got me. I'm good. But there comes a time where you're getting too old to keep having training wheels. There comes a time where those training wheels have to come off. And you have to learn how to ride a bike by yourself. There comes a time where the training wheels have to come off. So your parents, you know, they prepare you. They give you a helmet. They give you your shoulder pads. They give you your knee pads. You know, whatever you use to ride a bike. And some of us just got a cold turkey. Like, you were just, you didn't have any of that equipment. So typically, when you learn how to ride a bike, your parents will give you that push. So, you know, as you're riding the bike, your parents are there. Typically, you'll have one parent recording. So we'll think of the per- the, we'll think of the parent recording as the Holy Spirit. And then we have the dad or the mom, whoever, is going to give you that push. And we'll think of that as God. So, you know, you're on your, you're on your bike and you're remembering, you know, when you had training wheels, you remember how you were balancing, you remember all of that. So you're about to use everything that you learned in that training wheel stage into that real stage of your life into this next stage of your life. So you get that push from God. And at first, you know, you're wobbling. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't do it because you're like, oh my gosh, mom, dad, where are you? And the whole time your mom and dad are right there. They're watching you. They're cheering you on. They're waiting for you. And you might feel like you're going to fall. And that could symbolize that God, where are you? That, that panic. But then you get to a place where you just keep going. And you realize, oh my gosh, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And that's what God does with us. He's not going to baby us the whole time. He wants us to level up. He doesn't want us to stay in that same place that we were at. So the training wheels have to come off. You know what I'm saying? The training wheels have to come off. And when you were riding that bike, did your parents run away and leave you? No, they were right there waiting for you when you turned around the block and you showed them, mom and dad, I can do it. And that's the same thing that God does for us in certain seasons. Just because God feels distant doesn't mean that he's not there god is always there cheering you on this could just be a point in your life where god is allowing you to take the training wheels off and remember whenever you start to feel this way god can use this as something to strengthen your relationship with him if you only trusted god when he was doing good things in your life or when he was blessing you with certain things and blessing you and giving you advice 24 7 then where would you be when you felt like he was quiet? Like I said, do not mistake God's silence for leaving you. God being silent and God separating himself from you are two different things. And we know that nothing can separate us from God. So that's not even an option. But when you feel that silence from him or you feel like he's not around, God could be using that to strengthen your relationship with him. I don't know if you guys have read the book of Job. But if you read the book of Job, it will literally transform how you think about everything. Job was a man in the Bible who had everything he could think of. He had cattle, he had flocks, he had gold, he had silver, he had a family, he had a wife, he had everything he could ever want. And one day, all that was taken from him. Like everything that he ever had was taken from him. He became ill, 
Half of his kids died. His flock was taken away. He had nothing. But throughout all that, Job never turned against God. He always believed that God was still there regardless of what was happening in his life. He never forsaked God. He never cursed God. He continued to stay down and realize, you know what? The same God who gave me all of these things is the same God who took them away and he is still there. You know, Job had a lot of people around him telling him like, oh, God left you. God forsaked you. God doesn't love you anymore. But the whole time Job knew in his heart that God was faithful and that whatever God took away from him, he could give him back if he wanted to. So you could be in your Job season. You could be in a season where you feel like everything is being taken away from you. God gave him double for his trouble. God gave him double for his trouble because he endured everything that he did. He endured the trials and the tribulations and he never gave up on God. You could be in a season of your life where God is literally trying to see what you're going to do. When you go through the hard part, are you going to give up? Are you going to curse God? Are you going to turn your back on him? Or are you going to press on and remember everything that he taught you in that quiet place? Even when Job was sick and ill and he lost everything, he felt like God wasn't there. But he knew in the back of his mind that that's not possible, that God would never leave what he created because the word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Did Job feel distant from God? Of course. He was suffering. He felt like God wasn't even listening to him. But he knew that at the time, God was being silent. But he always knew that God was still there. So if you're going through a season of your life where it's like nothing is going right for you and everything is being taken from you, take heart and keep your faith in God. Because God is about to give you that turnaround. God is about to show you because you are faithful, I'm going to renew everything that you had and make it double. Just because God is silent does not mean that he is being distant from you. Does not Just because God is silent does not mean that he isn't there. Because God was watching over Job every single part of the way, even when everything was being taken from him. So if you're in a season like that, remember that because of Job's faith, because everything was taken from him, doesn't mean that he still didn't have God. Throughout all that, he still held on to God. Was he angry at God? Of course. But did he ever turn against God? Never. And you have to make sure that you're drawing near to God because the Bible tells us, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's James 4 verse 8. God is a gentleman, okay? He wants to be invited in. He does not want to barge down and break down walls into your life and say, hey, I'm here. Mm -mm. He needs to be invited in. That's why the Bible says to draw near to him and he will draw near to you. If you go to God and say, hey, God, I haven't been feeling this way. I want to feel your presence. I want you to be near me. God is going to say, okay, and draw near to you. But if you're in your head like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like God is here. But you're not praying to him. You're not asking him. You're not doing things to get closer to him. You're not reading your word. You're not listening. You're not worshiping. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be like two people staring at each other. Like, okay, who is going to make the first move? If you want God to draw near to you, you need to draw near to him. And how can you do that? By praying, by fasting, by worshiping, by literally just asking him to move. God, come into my life and just begin to move in my spirit. Bless me with your Holy Spirit. And I hope everyone knows that this is a very normal thing to feel. Like we are human, so we operate on emotions. God is not like us. His ways are not our ways at all. We might not feel close to God, but to God, nothing's changed and he has always been there. But we are human beings, so we are obviously going to have moments where we're like, oh, I don't feel like God is there. Oh, I don't feel like God is around right now. Oh, I don't feel like God is listening to me because we operate on our feelings and our emotions. God does not. When God says he's going to stick by you, he didn't say that to be cute 
or to give you a false promise. God meant that. Just because you might not feel like it doesn't mean that he's not there because God does not lie. So we know that that's not even possible. But, you know, as human beings, we know that's how we are. We operate on feelings and emotions. So it's okay to feel that way. But it's not okay to sit with that and just let it keep going and progressing. When we feel like God is this thing, we have to be like, okay, what do I need to do right now? Maybe I need to go in prayer. Maybe I need to go on a fast. Maybe I need to block out social media to hear God's voice more clearly. We have to ask ourselves, what do we have to do? You know what I'm saying? God is not a feeling and he is so much more than that. And once you begin to realize that God is more than a feeling and no matter what you do, God will always be there. Your relationship with God is only going to increase. It's only going to get better. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode today because I know that somebody out there needed to hear what was being said today. Because I know that a couple weeks ago, I was like, I needed to hear all of this. I needed to hear everything that I'm speaking about now. I needed to hear last week. And I thank God for bringing revelation to me and giving me these things on what we could do to get closer to him. He was giving me these analogies like, I'm never left you. I'll never leave you. But you got to check yourself. What are you doing to make us feel like this? So before I close out, obviously, I want to go into a word of prayer. So I pray that you guys will join me and bow your heads. Father, we thank you for your unfailing love, for all of the goodness that you have brought into our lives, dear God. Forgive us, dear God, if there is anything in our hearts, dear God, or anything that we have been doing that is separating us from your presence, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that you will send your Holy Spirit to minister to us, dear God, allowing us to always know that you are there. Father, may you forgive us of our sins, dear God, and cleanse us from the top of our heads to the sole of our feet. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we will not be confound to feelings, but instead we will know that no matter what we do, no matter what happens, that you will never leave us, Lord, nor forsake us. I pray that we will not listen to the lies of the enemy telling us that you are not there anymore, God. I pray that no matter what season we are in, that we will know how to get into the presence of God, that we will know how to seek your face through everything, dear God. I pray that anybody who is listening to this right now, dear God, if they have been waiting for a sign that you are there with them, if they have been waiting to hear that the Lord has never left them, I pray that this will be their sign. This will be their confirmation, Lord, to know that God has never left them, regardless of what they have done or regardless of what season they are in. We give you praise and worship for this beautiful word that you have placed on my heart, dear God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we do pray. Amen. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one.